everyone, how are we doing? Happy Sunday. I hope you're all doing well. I just very, very spontaneously got up to film this podcast because like, I was just sitting around, I was just sitting around doing fuck all, scrolling on my phone to no end. It is 1pm on the Friday, but the Friday before this is going live. So it's actually like a week and two days in advance, but I go home tomorrow because me and my family are going on a family holiday to Iceland. Oh my God, I cannot wait. We've actually not been on a family holiday since, oh, who knows how old. I think my brother, my oldest brother was like 21. He was still in uni and he's now 28. <laughs> so a good, like a good six years at least, maybe seven. Um, so I'm so excited. It's for my dad's 60th. It's going to be so much fun. But basically we get back on the Friday and I think I'm going to travel home to Manchester on the Saturday. So just in case I don't get around to filming, I'm sat down and I'm filming this today because we don't miss a week around here. That is absolutely not something we do. I'm debating if I should get up and turn up the ring light. Uh, But also, as I said, I've literally just got up and have decided, right, film this now. And the one thing with me filming the podcast is that obviously I need to be slightly more put together because someone's gonna look at me visually for an hour which I don't look right now. My hair is, let me tell you, greasy. My hair is greasy. Uh, and it's in a bun that isn't even like a done bun. You know, a done bun. You know when you're like going around the house and you just think, oh, let me put my hair up. It's actually funny because I never think that, but I do think that when my hair is greasy. And I use this thing in it sometimes called Glam Tech, which is kind of like a hairspray, but it's for volume only, but it makes your hair feel like shit. And I have that in my hair. So when that's in and my hair's a bit greasy, get out of my face. So... Anyway, should I turn the ring light up because the light is not great? Maybe if I turn the light on, you'll also be able to see what I look like. So maybe this is this is episodes for the audios of you, okay? If you don't want to watch it, that's on you. And if you are on TikTok, let's not judge, all right? Um, so yeah, I've got a dash today. We've got a dash raspberry drink. These actually are really good. I ran out of my... Um, in tune CBD drinks, um, and these are what I've got left. And I kind of never drink them because I'm like, oh, sparkling water. But then, like, my boyfriend always does when he comes, and I was like, let me try. And I was like, oh, yeah, I always forget they actually are quite good. Anyway, we're back today with a how to make life your bitch episode. Advice that you didn't, well, actually, you did ask for it. You literally did ask for it on my Instagram, but only because I asked you to ask. So, do you want it? I don't know. Are you going to give me questions because you pity me? Perhaps. But also, I actually do think I'll give quite slay the game advice. Also, guys, they've cleared. So if you are watching, when I talk, I always look out of this window because like, there's people walking. I can see the quayside. I can see people. And they've cleared the big fucking bunch of rubbish. I mean, is it like nice to look at now? No. And there's already some more rubbish. So fuck whoever is throwing rubbish into the quayside. Grow up and put it in the bin. But like there's loads of twigs and mud. I mean, it's better than rubbish but it's still not gorge, you know? But everything is gorge in its own right. Can't wait till it gets like a bit more spring summer because these trees I'm looking at, oh, are ugly. All branch, no leaf, no nothing, pure branch. But spring is coming. Spring is definitely coming. She's trying to make her way. We've had some sun. I'm excited to go buy some sunglasses. Guys, I'm getting my style back, okay? I am done feeling like a man slash a sack slash 
not knowing what the fuck my style is. My boyfriend, this is hilarious because when I got with my boyfriend, he always says, well, he actually does say this, but I don't know if I fully agree with him. He's always like, you definitely made me way cooler. He was like, I've turned way cooler since I started dating you. And he was very cool to begin with, but I do agree. He's very cool now. Um, And I remember when we first started dating, I was like, oh shit, I actually finally might have a boyfriend that is perhaps even better dressed than me, slash on par. Because if we rewind like a year, maybe a year and a bit now, oh, my outfits were slaying the game. She was a fashion girly on the weekends. In uni, studying a fashion degree, never seen me in anything but this exact tracksuit that I'm wearing right now. Let's get that straight. But, slay. And basically what happened, I'm sure you all know this if you watch my YouTube because I talk about it sometimes, um, I gained a significant amount of weight. Well, I lost a significant amount of weight and essentially put it straight back on. No, not straight back on, but it did go on. It did go slowly but surely back on. Um, and while, trigger warning, I'm, well, I'm not going to talk about weight. I feel like you're allowed to say, I want to lose a little bit of weight. I'm not like actively trying to lose a little bit of weight, but I'm, I'm actively trying to get fitter and look after myself a bit more, which in turn will come but also I do want to lose a little bit of weight because I do want to fit back into some of my trousers all of not all of them because some of them are extremely small and I don't actually ever want to be that small again not that I was like unhealthily small but I look back at it now and I'm like that didn't suit me like my my ass will always want to be an ass like I don't have a huge ass I have a massive bum but like there's a little something there I definitely do have a bit of a bum and it just doesn't suit me to like not not have that like I don't know as soon as I gain weight again it goes onto my sorry my friend's texting me um oh my god I think she thinks so I said to her uh I said to her that we're going to go watch Magic Mike but I think she thinks I mean live oh no she said I want to go to the live one so bad and I would absolutely wear trousers that's so funny um anyway sorry that was a really long pause. What am I talking about? Oh yeah, so I want to fit back inside of my trousers, but I don't want to use it all that way because I don't think it's like super duper suit. Like I think I, it's me. My legs always have been a little bit chunky. I always have had a little bit of a bum. Like that's me. And I don't feel like I want to lose that because I don't want to, I don't want to have the maintenance of that like my whole life to look like that because that's not naturally my body shape. Like yeah, I've got there and I can, but like I don't want to. Like I want my little bit of my natural fluffy bum (laughs) and stuff like that so anyway yeah I'm on a mission to find my style again and my boyfriend said to me I was always like you have like we were we were shopping yesterday not for anything in particular we like we went for brunch and then we were just walking around because he wanted a new beanie and like we were just and then I said this and then we were like kind of shopping like looking and I was like I just need to find I need to find my style like without the trends what would I be wearing what do I look at and think yeah because I was like, I appreciate the beige girlies. I appreciate the it girl, the clean girl aesthetic. But that's not quite me. Like, look at my flat. Colours make me happy. They do. Um, and then, he, I was like, you have such a good wardrobe. I've always said this to him. He has such a good wardrobe that he has, like, just quite a few cool pieces. But, like, everything matches. Slash, he kind of just makes everything match. And not in a way that, like... You know, some people make everything match and it kind of suits them, but like it is very mixed match. Like he doesn't look mixed match. He just, he does always look quite put together. 
And he was like, it's because I have my colours. I have my three colours that suit me and I kind of match everything accordingly. He was like, you need to fit, like, you need to pick your three colours. Not that you obviously solely need three colours, but I, my point in my wardrobe is, it's half clean girls, half brown, it's half beige. It's half all green and blue, some pink. There's some red poking in there. There's little bits of black, even though I don't like black. There's a lot of white. Random colour shoes that don't match anything. He was like, you... And I've always said this, I don't have outfits, I have clothes, right? I don't actually have a lot of clothes now because I've got rid of so many, so much stuff last year. Like, every few months last year, I just purged my wardrobe because I've been feeling... Like, even he said, he was like, I feel like this has been for a while, though. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Um, He was like, you need your three colours. And I've spent all morning today on Pinterest, on the train. Just, I'm bad at Pinterest as well, but I was like, I'm going to find a few outfits that, like, I really like. And, like, what are the pieces in my wardrobe that I want? Like, what is my style? And we said my three colours are definitely my neutral, because his neutral is, like, black and beige. My neutral is definitely white. I don't like black. I don't like black clothes. I have one pair of silk cargoes that I would love to fit back into, but I think they are slightly on the smallest side. Uh, But they are fucking gorge. Um... And some basic black tops. But other than that, like black coats and stuff, not my vibe, not a bit of me. would always rather white. Uh, so white is my neutral and pink and green. Green suits me. Green is definitely my colour and I just love pink. It makes me super happy. And along with that, a colour that features a lot of my wardrobe is like a bright blue. Like if you, if you follow me on Instagram, if you watch my YouTube, if you know me, my Viagra jacket, like that is probably like my most worn thing. So that blue, gorge. And I found so many outfits down to uh, Pinterest. I was like, oh, pink and green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm realising I like the layer. I want a cool little fun gilet vest situation. I want a really fun fleece. I really want, I found it like on Pinterest and then I tracked down the jacket, like went on the girl's Instagram, scrolled back a year, found a picture, found the tag. <laughs> but turns out it was a Valentine's Day collection from 2022. I found this gorgeous pink leather kind of bomber kind of style. And I'm like, okay, I want like a pink jacket and I'm going to strip back my wardrobe and be patient while I buy again. But yeah, don't know, we're 10 minutes in, I don't know why I'm still talking about this. But finding my style is something that I'm really trying to do at the moment. Like, I feel like I've been wearing a uniform for so long. White parachute pants, basic tee, ugly puffer coat. Not ugly puffer coat, but it just doesn't match the vibe. Makes me feel a bit of a sack. Makes me feel a bit masculine. Like, I love a cool street style, right? But... And I know I shouldn't say this, and I don't agree with this, because some of my friends that pull it off so well aren't like this, but I kind of feel like cool girl suits, I don't know, like taller, more model-like girlies, because they have like the bod for it to like hang off them. Whereas I think it's mainly because I'm so short, it makes me just look a bit stumpy, like a big baggy jacket and big baggy trousers. I just get really lost in it. It makes me look a bit like, a bit like stumpy. And it just doesn't make me feel good. So as much as I like the outfit that I'm wearing sometimes, I kind of don't walk around with the energy that I like it. I'm like, I like the outfit, but I don't think it's my type of outfit. And I think that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's the turning point, isn't it? What outfits do I appreciate and what outfits do I put on and feel like, yeah. Because I said to my boyfriend, I think I finally am at that stage where actually I'm looking to make it a bit more sexy, a bit more mature. I want some more fitted basic tops again with some baggy trousers. Like, I don't want everything baggy, 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 cool, cool, cool. Like, I want to feel a bit mature and sexy in my outfits as well, as super colourful. Like, I want to feel a bit 
sexy you know i want to feel put together and baggy that's what it is baggy clothes and cool street style doesn't always make me personally feel quite put together because my hair is the type of hair i can't do like i can't blow dry my hair and give my hair like feminine hair because one it doesn't hold and two i've got like a short bob so like yeah i feel like that is my downfall like i can't really do my hair so i can't put on a more masculine and uh, outfit and still feel fe- feminine because my hair just doesn't do anything anyway you that's something you definitely didn't ask for but there's my life update for you so i found some gorge outfits that i can't wait to slowly build and i'm gonna take my boyfriend's advice and follow my few colors and make sure everything in my wardrobe matches not everything but you know to some extent because then yeah you just always have always have clothes to wear i I would love to film do you know what i'm gonna film a youtube video on this my journey with it so it's not gonna be a haul because fuck that um i do not want to over consume like that like i don't just want to buy a bunch of shit but obviously it will be a haul throughout the video but i'm gonna film a youtube video i think yeah on like creating my dream capsule wardrobe who knows it might be the process of three months i'm gonna show you the process of getting rid of clothes and being ruthless i'm gonna yeah take you through everything i think i think that would be so cool would it not and not put pressure on when i'm gonna upload the video just like film the genuine process like i want to take my boyfriend because he's really excited now that i've said this he's like yeah let's go shopping when you get paid let's like pull out clothes like i don't know why he was like when we were talking about this we were coming home and he's like i'm gonna start you when we get home and i was like okay and he was like you just need like fun in your wardrobe again like you need to get excited about it and like experiment with things you've got in your wardrobe and stuff i was like yeah so true um and he was like okay we'll go shopping i really want to take him to brick lane like markets because he's not been forever and also he would love columbia street flower market if you live in london and near london in london for the weekend sunday morning go to columbia street flower market it is the most serotonin filled place in the whole entire world flower markets people shouting beautiful flat not like shouting but like Peonies, three three munches for a fiver. Uh, the cheapest plants in the world. Gorgeous homeware, like little gift kind of shop vibes, like small, gorgeous homeware shops all the way up it. And Brick Lane Markets is literally like five seconds away from it. So next time he has like a weekend off work, I really want to take him to do a weekend in London because he's the type of person who goes to London and does the same thing every time. He goes to the same art galleries, same place for lunch, same place for dinner and kind of like goes home because he doesn't go there a lot he likes to go there and do what he likes so i want to show him brick lane take him through all the vintage markets um i'm going to copenhagen so like that's kind of my goal by copenhagen it's only in, it's in like three weeks so i don't have ages but i'd like some new fun bits like when i get paid there are a few things i think might help in the meantime that i want uh i, sh- I really want to find like a good knit but then we're also coming into spring. But I feel like a good knit is still fine in spring because you can wear it with just jeans and a scarf and no coat. Anyway, yeah. So I'm going to make that video and I hope you guys are excited and follow on my Instagram, I guess, to see. I'm not saying that I'm making fashion content, but finding my own personal style. I'm not going to be making loads of fashion content on Outfit Inspo, but I'm going to take you along the journey of hopefully finding my style again and you guys can replicate it to find yours, you know? Slay, 2023 is a year that we really tune into us, you know? So not take inspo from other people all the time and copy them, but like 
take inspiration from what they're doing, like find their own style and how they did that. You know? Slay. Anyway, how to make life your bitch. Fuck me, we're 16 minutes in. If you're new here, this episode, normally, sorry about that little tangent there, normally is, you guys ask me questions, how can I make my life my bitch? What do I do in this scenario? And I'm like, babe, this is what we're going to do about that. So here we are, back again. I do these every six weeks. They literally feel like they come around every bloody two weeks. I feel like I'm filming these. Life is going so quick. How the friggin' fuck is it? Oh my God, when you're listening to this, it's the end of Feb. What the fuck? It's March in like two days. Yeah, cool. Not okay with that. Anyway, I want to start with this question because I think this is great. If you want to send in a question for next time, there's an anonymous form as well, which I will go on because I sometimes forget to go on that, which is on my link tree on the podcast Instagram at Life's Your Bitch. Also, I'll post a question box on there, as I said, every six weeks. Or sometimes I post it on my personal because I like to get new people asking questions on my personal that aren't on the podcast one. And just obviously there's more in my personal one, so... We can get some more new cues. My personal one is Megan Short XX. If for some reason you're just a podcast listener, you crazy girl or guy, I've got all the socials. I've got a YouTube channel. If you love vlogs, I'm a freaking vlogger. I vlog everything I do in my life. Uh, anyway, that's enough promo. That's enough. I also do have an Instagram and TikTok. Anyway, this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently and I've actually been talking to a lot of friends about. Balance between short-term pleasure and long-term goals, e.g. limiting meals out and nights out to achieve long-term goals, e.g. buying a house. How to balance the two. So one thing about me is I definitely do have big goals. My big goal at the moment isn't buying a house. Me and my boyfriend, fingers crossed, want to go, what's the word? Inevitably? Long-term? no end date traveling in maybe like two years start of oh my fuck start of 2025 no way yeah because not next year the year after that blows my mind that makes me sick to think about actually 2025 you okay hun i'm gonna be 20 i'm gonna be 24 relax i'm really 21 am i 21 no i'm 22 no i'm 20 i'm what the fuck how i'm 21 yeah i'm 21 what the fuck? I'm 22 in May. Whoa. <laughs> I felt like I was in the Truman Show then. You know when like someone's like there's a glitch in the system, like someone on the sim was like editing my age as I spoke then. I'll be 24. I won't so I'll be 23. I'll turn 24 in that May. Okay, that confused me then. Anyway. So that's my kind of goal that I'm looking towards right now. The thing that I'll probably start saving money for from March onwards, because the financials aren't so good right now, but from March onwards, my goal is to put money every month away from that, but I am very much, I always hate talking about these things because I don't want people to think I'm coming from a place of like, uh, super privileged or like that I earn loads and loads of money because I actually don't at all. Some months are great, some months are zero, some months are half, a quarter of that. So on average, I probably earn, I de- I, on average, I earn a pretty normal salary, I'd say. Uh, anyway, so I don't mean this. I don't want to come across as any which way when I say this. So I'm just going to say it. But I am very much a don't jeopardize the now for the future because I just think, sorry to be morbid, you have no fucking clue what is going to happen. And I don't even mean that, I do essentially, but I also don't mean just, 
you could die. Sorry, my friends freak out when I say that. They do not like talking about death. But I don't even just mean that because, yeah, sorry to say it, that is a possibility. And if that freaks you out, you know, you need to go and read Tuesdays with Maury because that will change your whole perception on death. Uh, he says in that book, if you knew you were going to die or if you came to the terms with the fact that you were going to die at any moment, would you be so... Uh, what's the word? Oh, fuck. God, I, just, I just had a really good momentum then. I totally forgot it. Uh, oh, my God. Ambitious. Would you be so ambitious? If you knew you were going to die at any moment, if you came to terms with the fact you were going to die, would you be so ambitious? Would you want that job? Would you want that house? Would you want that car? Or would you just fucking sit back and enjoy life because you knew you were about to die at any moment? And he talks a lot about that in the book, and I just think that book is absolutely incredible. Not just because of that, it's not all about death. He goes every Tuesday and learns a lesson from his dying professor, which is actually a true story as well, so that makes it great. But anyway, I just mean because of COVID as well. I was talking to some of my pals in Oz that I met on the Greece trip when, when I went. We had a conversation, she was like, I don't know whether to move back home after placement I'll just about be able to afford my apartment in the city but she was like this lifestyle I just love it so much but I do want to travel so I'm like do I move home and I'm like I get it in that instance I 100% do because she was like if I stay in the city forever I won't be traveling for years and years but I'm also like imagine even covid just happened again and then you're at home and you've saved all this money and now someone's telling you you can't go again for like three years and for that three years you could just be living in the city enjoying your life but now you're at home and you can't do the traveling for what what am I trying to how am I trying to word this the reason you're staying at home now can't go ahead so you're just at home with no like future plan and I just think you can't fully jeopardize the now for the future but also you can't always 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 live in the now because then you'll never be able to do what you want to do in the future so I do think it has to be a good 50 50 split I do think Say you earn a thousand pound a month after bills or whatever, just just for the fact that it's an even number and it's easy to talk about. Say you earn a thousand pound after bills and you're like, hey, how much of this should go in long term? How much of this should go in the here and now? Honestly, I'd 50-50 split because to me they're that they're that important as each other. Even do you know what I actually wouldn't because 50-50 is quite a lot. I'd even do well obviously people have different things to save for as well. Like you might be have a car, you might have a house, you might have whatever. But just for now. Because sometimes I have a long-term saving just in case something crops up for like a car repair or I, I don't know, just a long, more long-term saving and then also a travel one and then the here and now. So do you know what I mean? Sometimes that's not always two. But I'd even give the future just that little bit less because the here and now to me is the most important thing, right? It's most important that we're having fun in the here and now because tomorrow just at the end of the day isn't guaranteed. It's just not like... I think that's what me and Tia talk about this all the time. And I think that's why we're just such yes people because I don't know. I can guarantee like fun today slash tomorrow. I can't guarantee the fun next week. Like we don't know the circumstances of next week, but I know the circumstances of tonight and tomorrow. I do think it's a 50-50 split or weighing up what is most important to you. With buying a house, I'm sorry. That's just not in my five-year plan even. Like I just... It's not in. It's not even in my mind for my five-year plan, I don't think. I will not be thinking about buying a house until I'm back from travel. Like, I actually do not have a problem spending all... I'm literally spending all my money on rent at the moment. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I've got not a lot of money, and it sometimes feels like a bit of a waste of the money. But it's the lifestyle. I'm not turned down. I can get up and go whenever I want. 
I'm not in the position where I know where I want to be. Like, buying a house is just not even on my radar to think about saving for, never mind actively saving for. So I think number one is to get your priorities straight. What are you saving for and why? Do you truly want it? What are your priorities in the here and now? Uh, Like, I'm in a new city trying to make new friends. No way am I going to keep saying no to coffee dates to meet new friends, drinks out to meet new friends, just so I can go travelling in two years. I'm not about to have a shit two years in Manchester just so I can have a good year, two, three years travelling. No way. I'd rather have a more mediocre five years here and then go to an extent. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, that is my end goal. That's what I want to do with my life, but I'm not completely sacrificing the here and now for it because what's the point at the end of the day, right? It's all life. And this might sound so fucking dumb, but you need to think about it because this is what I was trying to say to you. Like, imagine you have one shit year, shit year, right? 12-hour shifts every single year. You don't go out for food. You don't go out for drinks. You don't meet new people. You don't go to the cinema. You don't do anything. You're saving all that money. And then you have the fuck-off best year of your life, right? You're going to think... You're going to remember... Both them years are going to be memories. Do you know what I mean? It's not like that one shit year just goes out your head. Your mental health in that year, you'll always remember. That will always stay with you. That's always a memory. It's not like you're just going to forget that. Yeah, you might feel like it was worth it, but you still have to live it. You still have to remember it. It's still part of your life. Like, for me, that's just not worth it. And the mental health, it can bring everything. To me, that is just not worth it. We act like... I don't know, like, these are my prime years, I'm gonna fucking enjoy them, I'm not gonna slave away so that I can have a good few years in a few years, and I really don't want someone to be like, oh, that's coming from privileged position because you can afford to rent, or, I don't know, I don't know if someone might take it that way, I've got no idea, I don't know if I'm being stupid, safe in my back even saying that, but it's really not, it's just what your priorities are, like I've said, I literally earn, like, a normal wage, but to me, buying a house or even traveling it's so important to be traveling buying a house no but traveling so important but not more important than the here and now because the here and now is my mental well-being meeting new friends it's still my life it's still a memory it's still my time so i don't know if that was helpful but hopefully it was inspo you need to find your priorities and then essentially work towards them you know having a house might be so important to you but please just don't jeopardize your here and now for it because god fucking forbid anything happened and you've spent your last like year of your life slaving away for a goal that you never got to reach fuck that or even just i don't know you get scammed you lose all your money house prices rocket high and now you can't afford one for another five years and you've just you know what i mean you just all these circumstances, you never know what could happen. And then you think, oh, I shouldn't fucking waste that year slaving away for something I didn't get to have anyway. If you knew you were going to die at any moment, would you be so ambitious? Or would you just sit back and enjoy? Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the, what's the word? The timeline. Because that's what I think. I'll just sit back and chill slightly more. Okay. <laughs> Uh, not a question, Meg, but just got cheated on, and now me and the girl are the besties. Girl power, love that, slow. Uh, how to become consistent with running? Uh, I think if you want to come because consistent with running, it has to be because you like running, right? Like, there's no point being consistent at something you don't like. My running the last two weeks has not been on par. Last week, 
I don't know what happened to me. My knees were really sore. The motivation was not in my head. And I went out literally once. I went out twice, but one of them, I walked half it because my knees were so sore. This week, I've been super ill. Um, but I'm excited. I, I've been leaving my run today till after therapy. After therapy, because after therapy runs just hit different. But I think the more important question is, is how to become consistent with something you like. Because then you don't have to force yourself to become consistent with it. But I also do think if you do like running and you're just trying to get into the mojo, you just have to remind yourself how, like, how it makes you feel. Like, I'm always like, I'm not doing the run because it feels good right now in this second. Like, right now in this second, no, I do not have the motivation to get up and whatnot. But I know how good an evening feels after the run is done. You come back, you get to shower, wash your hair, chill, knowing that you just smashed that run and that is the best feeling ever coming back from a run is the best feeling ever which is why I always try and save them sometimes to like post therapy because that always reminds me of why I like running now can you believe those words are leaving my fucking mouth why I like running now am I all right in the head why I like running now relax babe what the fuck someone might tell me two years ago that she just said that sentence that's why I like running now I'm going home on Saturday, just before we go to Iceland, and I don't know whether to save my run for when I get home, because I would love to run along the beach, but I also don't know if I'll have time, I definitely don't want to miss it, so anyway, I don't know, but yeah, with any exercise, you need to find what you like, and remember your why, and remember how it makes you feel, and that's how you become consistent, and you just need to put in a routine, and sometimes you do need to be harsh on yourself, like, okay, no, I don't want to do this in the moment, but again, remember your why. But why do I do this again? Oh yeah, because it makes me feel like a fucking boss ass bitch and it makes me so happy afterwards. Cool, let me get out there. How to date yourself. I've got a whole episode literally called How to Date Yourself. So go listen to that. I also think I'm going to make an alone but never lonely one, like an updated one. But one tip that I love is pick a random date generator from google and set that as like your anniversary with yourself it's like other than your birthday because normally you celebrate your birthday with like your friends your family people in your life like a one day a year you don't tell anyone else the date and that day a year you like even if even in work you book off as annual leave if you can or something and just this one day a year you just go and do what you like and you have to remember it okay mine is actually in october but i've actually already forgotten it so (laughs) i'm gonna do a new one um but i love that idea i think that idea is so cute uh buy yourself flowers cook yourself your favorite meals i keep saying to my friend at the moment who's not going through a great time she'll call me sad i'm like what do you what did you do for your ex or what do you do for your girlfriend boyfriend when they're upset and she'll be like oh run them a bath i'm like cool let's go run you a bath then she's like run her bath and order our food i'm like okay cool we're gonna order food get on delivery right now and go run yourself a bath treat yourself like someone you love is how you date yourself and act to yourself what's the words i'm trying to say give yourself your love language so words of affirmation look in the mirror tell yourself affirmations acts of service cook yourself dinner clean your fat gifts go buy yourself flowers quality time take yourself out shopping for brunch an evening alone and the last one physical touch do your nails give yourself like like rub loads of body moisturizer on have a bath give yourself a face mask do your skincare maybe that's good for physical touch or like dry brushing a gua sha gua sha 
gua sha. Why did that sound really funny when I said it? A gua sha. Maybe that's good for physical touch. Like a good like pamper, like hands on pamper is good for physical touch. Maybe. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Try and love yourself in a line with your love languages because that's already how you know you'll be how you feel loved from other people. So give yourself your own love language. And if you don't know what that is, you can do a quiz online. Uh, advice on building confidence slash new to dating in your 20s thank you you've just got to see this shit as fun in terms of dating like you just have to see it as fun getting to meet new people let me swivel my laptop on because i have no idea how long we've been talking for i feel like these podcasts have become so much more chill recently and i actually love it because it keeps me going it keeps me less the less pressure on something the better the more i want to do it anyway yeah new to dating you have to just see it as fun okay my number one tip is make sure your cup is 100 100 full like you fill it yourself so that when you go on a date and it doesn't go well they don't take 20 percent with them don't turn up to a date 80 percent with your cup 80 percent full while you're on the date they fill it you walk away, oh, it's full, it's full, it's full. They text you, mm, I don't want to, I don't think we should see each other again, didn't work out, I had a lovely night, whatever. And then they take that 20%. Nuh-uh. Are you fucking joking? No fucking way. That is my 20%. Give that the fuck back. Make sure your cup is full 100% because then you go into these things confident, feeling yourself, and you know you're just there for a good time, maybe to find someone. If not, you're there for a fun night. Not a free night, I didn't say that, but it's always better if it is. But you're there for a fun night. You get, I said to my one of my friends the other day, she was like, oh, I don't know if he's going to like call me back, whatever, I'm so stressed. I was like, stressed? Babe, you just had a fun night with a cute guy. Why are we, st- what the fuck are we stressed about? And it might not happen again. Who cares? We had a fun night with a cute guy. Win-win, if you ask me. And she was like, I fucking needed that. And I was like, glad it could be of assistance. That is the vibe. That is the attitude you need to go in with. And that is how you're going to attract the men, the girlies that want you because you're being you, you're being authentically you, unapologetically you, and that's great, and the confidence that will give you is like no other, dating gives you confidence, if you just see it as like a bit of fun, because that's all it is, it's a bit of fun at the end of the day, as for confidence, what Riri said, fake it, till you make it, uh okay let's see how not to feel guilty about spending money even though you have lots saved uh what are we spending money on like why do we feel so you've just bought a hoodie and you're like oh i shouldn't have bought that hoodie why not i think that's where you need your priorities straight with your finances a bit like what am i saving for do i just feel like i shouldn't be saving my money or wasting my money on clothes because you know that's what your parents have taught you like it's a waste of money and you should be saving for like bigger and greater things do you really want them bigger and greater things is that something you want or did you want that hoodie and like it's okay to treat yourself money is just in the bank at the end of the day (laughs) like it's okay to treat yourself if you're working super hard and actually i think it's really important to because then you keep yourself going if you're just working 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 and stacking up the savings never doing anything with it you're gonna get demotivated at work you're not gonna enjoy working you're not gonna want to go to work because you don't feel like you'll get anything out of it because you're not seeing any instant rewards from it and as much as delayed gratification is amazing and is a great skill to be able to have and a great 
uh, what's the word? Like strategy? What's the word? Something to use. Like if you can't have fun in the present, literally what's the point in life? Like I said, these are all years you're living. So at the end of the day, there's no point feeling guilty about anything that's already done. You did it because you wanted it. Live, laugh, love. Buy the bag. Buy the jewellery. Buy the hoodie. Buy the experience. Because life's too short. Slay. Uh, okay, all of the questions on the podcast one are about like making friends. Which I definitely am going to do an episode on. Um, how do I get over the thought that I'm going to fail my exams? Just... This is where you've got to trust yourself. That you're not... And just put the work in. Like, put a little bit more work in if you feel like that. Try and figure out why you feel like that. Like, give a little journal about that. Like, why are we feeling like we're going to fail our exams? Do we not feel prepared? Is it just because we feel like we're not good enough? And that's a whole different situation. And you could revise forever and never feel good enough. Because if that's the case, then you're never going to feel ready. So journal about why and then see if you can take action. So if it's because you don't... If it's because you genuinely don't feel prepared then you can do something about that. But if it's just because you feel like you're not good enough, then that's a whole other uh, scenario, you know? I'm just signing in to Google to look at the anonymous cues. I've got so many spots recently, guys. It's actually not... I was going to say it's hilarious, but it's actually not funny. Oh, confirm if it's you trying to sign in. It is. Bloody Nora. We've got therapy in 40 minutes, guys. 40 minutes. How do I see the answers? Excuse me? Um, This is where someone would put on, like, lift music, like, hold music. Uh, I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh. oh, here we go. Responses. Uh, oh okay this is one that I actually took a picture of and completely forgot about so I think I'm going to end on this I go through phases of having everything together but it always seems worthless after a few weeks my mental health sorry why do I literally have such a list when I'm saying this one I go through phases of having everything together but it always seems worthless after a few weeks my mental health dips and I get into a rut it all seems pointless I have to start from, from scratch again some advice please stop taking an all or nothing approach start lighter that's why you have a really good few weeks and you stop because you went in just with super high expectations and unrealistic standards and unrealistic routines pick one thing you want to wake up earlier cool we're gonna literally wake up 10 20 you know what no fuck 20 20 is a lot 10 minutes earlier every day and do something good with that 10 minutes even if that is we get to gua sha or we get to listen to our three favourite songs and journal, or I'm trying to think of something that's not known to be productive, have a dance party, wake up and... I I guess scroll, although that's not a good thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Just wake up 10 minutes early. Who cares about doing something productive at that time at the moment? Just wake up 10 minutes early and sit in bed and drink your coffee for 10... Yeah, wake up 10 minutes early and just get back in bed and drink your coffee in bed. Just do that. Yeah, you might not feel like, whoa, the first three days. But before you know it, by the end of the week, your morning has actually been 
so much nicer and so much slower because you've sat in bed and drank your coffee every day this week and that felt amazing and now you can work on maybe adding a little journal in there maybe a little breathing exercise or 10 minutes early now you can have 20 minutes in bed drinking your coffee like you just need to start small and then maybe before you know it it's half an hour and we're getting a five minute walk around the block and we've been doing that every day for a month now because we just focused on five to ten minutes earlier every week and then before you know it it's june and we're waking up at 6am going to a pilates class and that is sustainable now because we have made our way there and that actually feels way more rewarding than an amazing week and then feeling really shit because it's almost like what i was saying earlier that amazing week is not worth the shit feeling that is to come afterwards because that shit after a good week really makes you feel rubbish like oh but last week I did five runs and got up early every day and did all of my work before Wednesday even started there is no shit feeling like the feeling like you've let yourself down I really hate that feeling and that feeling only comes from setting yourself up to unrealistic standards whereas if you always just work at a one percent better you're always going to be one percent better and you're always going to be one literally 10 20 30 percent happier with yourself and really feel like you're doing yourself service which is the best feeling ever so strip it back start slow one habit a day and just focus on that that is all you need one habit a day like say you have like a hybrid job maybe and you can work from home some days we just go to the gym on the days we work from home at the moment or we do a 30 minute walk at lunchtime when we work from home or something like that you know what I mean like really small habits or maybe we make a coffee every morning so we just leave our journal next to our coffee machine and just do that every day like whatever your priority is I don't know getting flexible okay we just literally we do one stretch one singular stretch but we do it every day before bed and then before you know it, we're doing two stretches every day before bed and then before you know it we're doing three stretches which is a good five ten minute stretch routine at this point and then before you know it we're doing one stretch in the morning and the evening do you know what i mean like i actually might start doing that one that was a really fucking good idea because i'm really trying to stretch more with my running and just in general one stretch before bed you're joking 30 seconds of stretching that is so manageable but then before you know it i've done three and a half minutes of stretching before bed the whole week before that i was doing nothing so i'm definitely gonna take that one actually that is such a good idea and look, before you know it like that, it's week two. And actually, we've done it every day for the last two weeks. And I keep repeating myself doing the same thing now. But it's something I feel so passionately about because I really am so bad when it comes to all or nothing. Like, fuck me. You should, all or nothing, my face should be there in the dictionary. That is me to a T. Everyone in my family, everyone around me thinks I'm so productive. But you make so many to-do lists, but you're so organised, but you're so whatever. I'm like, a bitch, I'm fake as fuck. Are you joking? yeah I make to-do lists do I do them no because I'm all or nothing I'll plan my life to the t every single minute of the day and then I'm done planning I'm so exhausted from all the planning and trying to fit in every single habit that the diary of the CEO guest this week told me to do that I'm literally almost too exhausted to go through with any of them but if you just do one percent better should always be our goal like it really really should anyway that has been this week's episode of how to make life your bitch i actually think this is the 10th one i've done maybe could get that wrong the title could say nine if this is 10 
what the fuck guys we're coming up to a year of the podcast can you believe it i really need to do like a year special i don't know what to make it on if you're still listening dm me what should the one year of life your bitch be about should i revisit changing the narrative maybe that's what i should do a one year on changing the narrative how have i changed the- oh my god are you joking obviously how have i changed the narrative in the last year of my life that is 100 percent what it's going to be about and i'm going to plan that on my trip to iceland almost like a little journal i'm just gonna think about that for the next few weeks because i think it's mid-march i'll have to check now i i've already missed it <laughs> i think it's mid-march is the year anniversary is episode 52 uh also i've actually missed a week so episode 52 will actually be like a year and a week later so that's a bit awkward a bit orky porkies anyway i love you guys so much i hope there's been something in there of use and for me, it's half an hour till therapy and the sun has started shining, which means a post-therapy run is due. I can't wait. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a beautiful week, whatever you're doing. I hope you had a beautiful week. And remember, 1% better is always the way. I love you guys so much and I'll see you next week. Bye.